What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 87. 87. I'm your host, Ryan. going to wait for Mr. Matthew to join us. But I hope everybody's doing well. Happy Halloween. Officially Halloween here. It's 1 a.m. Some of you are in Pacific time or in other time zones, so I don't know where the fuck you are, but here it's Halloween, so... My favorite holiday, if you can call it a holiday, the only holiday I actually like. I love horror films, I love spooky season, I love true crime, so I just feast on horror movies all week and it's the best. Matt has joined us, here we go. Matthew? Hello. What up, son? You know, just fucking... Looking good? Yeah, buddy. (laughs) One thing I can say about us is we're aging gracefully. It's true. Looking like studs. Every day. Every year? It's crazy. I know. You only get sexier with time. Can't wait to see you as a 95-year-old. Here all week. What up, Nike boy? How's it going, Nike man? boy, what up? What Shout up, out to uh, Nike boy for he uh, recommended a podcast to me called Cold. Uh, oh, nice. Which is like a true crime podcast. I, I thought it was like 10 episodes. It actually turned out to be like 20-something episodes or 18 episodes, something like that. Nice. I listened to it, the whole thing this week. It was excellent. <laughs> so thank you. That's dope. When did that happen? Was that, uh, uh, it popped on during one of my Lego streams. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Gotta love that. I do. I do indeed. It was great. Fuck yeah, man. I love that. Um, um, what's up with you? Not much, man. I, I worked at 5 a.m. this morning and it sucked. And uh, Sorry. You know, it happens. I don't have to work tomorrow, though, so that's good. That's good. I can keep you up super late then so you can just sleep all day tomorrow. You know it. Yeah, buddy. And uh, yeah, what else? I just opened this toy. It's kind of Halloween-y, I guess. Ooh. It's not really, but I'm actually just using it for parts, but... Oh, nice. That's rad. Yeah. I'm continuing my Age of Apocalypse stuff. Make a banshee out of this. Yeah, I see you're working on, like, a Gambit or something? Yeah. yeah. I'm really happy with Gambit. Nice. That's sweet. Yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy, so... Uh, how are you? I'm good. I mean, I, uh... I did next to nothing all weekend, which is my favorite thing to do. I'm becoming more and more of a hermit, and I love it. <laughs> I'm um, here for it. I'm here for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm ready. Like, honestly, if I didn't have to leave my house for work and, like, to walk my dog, I would board up my windows and doors and just never leave again. <laughs> it's great. Mm, that's funny. <laughs> I don't like the outdoors. I don't like humans. So it's, like, it's a perfect combination of just never leaving my house. I was saying to my friend the other day, like, I've lived alone now for, I think, eight years without, like, a roommate or, like, anything, a girlfriend, anything, and it's the best. I could never go back to living with somebody. It's just, like, I, I can do whatever We've I want. Con- We've had this conversation before. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it, for sure. I don't know how I could go back. It's like I we were saying know. earlier. It's like we were saying earlier. You're like, if I was rich. He's like, you're like, my my house would look like this. I sent him a, a video of this place 
in BC called Toy Traders, and it's like yeah, a crazy, dope. awesome toy store. They have everything, and uh, and I was like, dude, if I wasn't like, if I was like, if Single. my wife was not in the picture, then yeah. like my that would be i would seriously know what my house looked like like <laughs> yeah man like if i had the money that's the only thing holding me back like i can do whatever yeah. the fuck i want so like if i had the money fucking toys everywhere i'd have like yeah. six trillion legos but yeah yeah man i uh i get it i get it so. um yeah it's uh it, 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 I can see it becoming an addiction because I keep looking at Lego and I'm like, oh, I really want another set. I even have one to build still, but I still want another one. I always try to do like the not so nice thing and just send you stuff that I think you'd be interested in. Like, I like this oh, yeah. weekend, NECA, NECA revealed that they are teased that they're going to make a saw figure, a jigsaw or something. Or yeah, but. I, I don't know what that would be necessarily. Like, I guess they could do like traps with like people in them or like the doll no, no they might just do they it, it might just be the guy in the robe and then like all of his gizmos and shit might be accessories that company does really good accessories like they're really detailed and yeah you could be like, wearing well, the big mask i guess like yeah that's what i yeah. think probably would yeah. be. if i had to guess that would be what i guess but just based on what they do like they always include like so many accessories from like the most like you know smallest little thing that like an average fan might not know there's always like a couple deep cuts in there right so i'd like a good uh like jason figure too that'd be great <laughs> sunny g says toy traders has dipped into my savings too many times yeah uh thank you boy says i can see it being a john kramer figure and jigsaw on the side yeah i mean yeah. they can do a lot of different things with it i guess but I mean, they're making another Saw movie, so. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe that's what they're trying to capitalize on or something, so. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to come out they next do, year, they I think, do, so. uh, Aside from that, they do, like, a lot of horror stuff. They do, like, uh, Friday the 13th. They do. Yeah, like, uh, that's what I mean. I would, I would love a sweet Jason figure. Yeah, they do awesome. They, they do Predator. They do Alien. It's pretty cool. They tease the Prey, uh, the Predator from Prey. See, I would if I start buying this shit, then I'll I'll never stop. I know. I, I, I can't know. start. The, I know that's the problem. Because I would problem. buy like a fucking alien chestburster, fucking straight up. Like they have a one to one. Don't don't tell me that. It's sick, dude. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. Fucking yeah. sweet queen, like fucking big figure. That'd be dope too. Yeah. Mikey boy says hopefully we get a Halloween ends reveal tomorrow. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I, I watched that last night. Yeah, we should get into that. What did you can start with what you watched this week since it makes more sense? Mine this. Um, yeah, I watched Halloween Ends last night. Um, Thoughts? Well, I don't want to spoil anything. It's different. It's very different. Like, um, it's way better than Halloween Kills. Like the second one, part of this trilogy or whatever. Because um, they did like Halloween, which was a sequel to the original Halloween. Then they did Halloween Kills, and this is Halloween Ends. Um, right. I don't want to spoil it for people that still want to go see it or watch it, whatever, but it's a fun horror film. Is it a great fucking, like, standout film? No. But is it better than, like, you know, 50% of the films? Yeah. It's in the top half of the movies, but it's not like, fuck, rush out, go see this thing. It's amazing. It's like, like if you want to watch a horror film, check it out. Like, guys, again, somebody who, like, doesn't really do Halloween movies, like, those movies. Yeah. Like, 
it seems like this movie is getting a ton of hate, no? Is it, or am I just over-reading that? It's, am I just getting lucky and getting all those people on my feed? It's divisive as fuck because of the way the movie is. Like, I, without spoiling things within the movie, it's very little to do with the classic Halloween stuff. Right. Um, okay. It's a very different take on, like, the franchise and the movie. The first time... No, it's not the first time that it's been like that, though, right? Like, there's been other movies like that, hasn't it? Isn't it? Halloween three is hasn't it doesn't have uh, Michael Myers in it at all. Like, Halloween three is a complete standalone movie. The original like the intention, one, this, the new this one, the new one. No, the original Halloween three. Oh, okay, okay. It's called Season of the Witch. Uh, they originally intended oh, like yes, each movie to be a different story about Halloween. So gotcha. after after the second one, they're like, okay, we're going to tell a completely different story that takes place on Halloween as well, but it doesn't have anything to do with like the Michael Myers or anything like that. And the movie like got pretty like disliked by everybody. So they're like, okay, we need to go back to Michael Myers. And so right. Halloween Four was Michael Myers again. But um, gotcha. no, I mean like there's two Friday the Thirteenth movies that don't involve Jason, right? Like there's they always do like weird shit with horror films. After a while, you kind of have to. I don't remember that. But I guess I yeah, well, the first one, movie. right? The first Friday the Thirteenth is right. his mom. Yeah, Jason's right, right. not involved basically at all, and then right. uh, Jason goes to hell. It's basically like it's like a worm that like infects people and and, and makes them like crazy Jason like, and it, like it moves on to the next body. It's like body hopping basically. Gotcha. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's different. Uh. It has some pretty cool kills in it, but is it like the best Halloween movie? No. Is it the bottom half of the Halloween movies? No. So if you want a fun horror movie, watch it. If you don't like Halloween movies, this isn't going to change your mind on anything. Mikey Boy J says it's so different, but I enjoyed it. They took a risk, and I respect it, but not a good finale. Totally, I I respect the the change and the and the difference of it, but like, will it be the last Halloween movie? No. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They're not going to just stop those after all this time. They'll just keep no. reinventing it, right? To, you know, it, do something. Apparently, like, or... the deal was that they had a deal signed with, like, the owner of the of the franchise to do three movies, so now the ownership reverts back to the actual the guy that owns the franchise. So they're, the team that made these three movies is done. Like, this is the end of their trilogy. They're not doing it anymore. So right. either they're going to reboot it again or they're going to hand it off to somebody to carry on the franchise from here. They could do either. I mean, it'll never end. There'll always be a sequel yeah. to these movies. For, yeah, yeah, that makes or they'll sense. reboot it again for the 47th time. You know, it's one of the other. That's funny. What else did you I mean, watch? this is the fourth reboot, right? Like, I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. H2O was a reboot. Fucking Rob Zombie saying was a reboot. This is another reboot. I, like, I remember the Rob Zombie one, and I really liked yeah. that one. The Rob Zombie one was fine. It's the the dialogue's terrible. Like, I mean, he does not know how to write young teenage people. Like, all they do is curse. Like, they're in like I don't know prison or something. Like, it's ridiculous. But well, that's I like the first one. That's the second one was terrible. Um. Anyway, uh, I also watched Clerks Three. Yes, we're gonna talk about Clerks Three. Yes, we can dive into that. Um. I also watched what else? Uh. Obviously, Andor, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, uh, Cabinet of Curiosities. It's a Netflix show uh, by Gail Mardos Toro. Um, it's like a like shorts, basically like eight shorts that he did. He got different directors to take each episode. They're all standalone. 
I only watched the first one. I didn't have time to watch the rest. I'll watch a few more tonight. But uh, it was interesting. I mean, I love I love his work, and he's great at like creatures and effects and stuff like that. But first hour was it was fine. It's a standalone, weird, like kind of Twilight Zoney show. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Hmm. All basically all my fucking reality shows and all that shit. And all and uh. Unsolved Mysteries, Kate dropped another three episodes, and oh, they're nice. all pretty weak too. So oh, the season's not good so far. Overall, season's not doing too hot. We're six episodes in, and like four of them could be thrown away. So. Yeah. Boring. Yeah, it's not great so far. Yeah, but how about you? That's fun. Uh, this week I was trying to get into like the Halloween spirit a little bit. Yeah, it works. So <laughs> not right. Like, I don't really because the thing is like for me is like horror as a background thing is just like nothing it's not really that great because it's just i don't know you kind of need to be you need to kind of watch in order to like get the yeah. thrill of you know what i mean it's just like you have to be you know, invested the, the yeah pop-out, the pop-out scare is fun when i look up after it happened you know what i mean so yeah totally just kind of like yeah um but i decided to watch some uh some simpsons uh treehouse of horrors yep so i kind of went on a kick and watched a bunch of those which then spend me off and spin me off into watching just the simpsons in general really and yeah like recent stuff or old stuff no old stuff i kind of crushed through uh season three and most of four wow so yeah yeah i just fucking gave her man there's some gems there's some gems in those man like i don't I know we've talked about The Simpsons briefly before, but like that's when it got good. Season three. When was uh, yeah exactly? When when was the last time you watched like seasons three and four? Like or like oh. those older seasons? Forever. I mean, I've seen all those episodes probably six trillion times, but yeah, like no, 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 I know, I know, I know. I haven't watched like an actual Simpsons episode in probably ten years. Oh my God, and especially because now, like. Especially because now I'm like so much more of a Conan O'Brien fan. Totally. It's like I'm watching season three, and it's like you can like it's so obvious like that he's writing. Like it's just it's his comedy is like so present in everything, and it's just yeah, fuck man. I mean, I think I fell off Simpsons probably by like season nine or ten. So like, Mm -hmm. I mean, they're on like I don't even know what they're on now. They got to be on like season forty or something. Yeah, yeah it's ridiculous. Well, not, I, I stopped watching Simpsons before I was in high school. So, like, like I think by the time I was in grade 8, I was pretty much done with Simpsons. So. Yeah, I mean, I moved on to, like, Family Guy South for a while. Park. And then South Park. I don't know. Uh, South Park, yeah. South Park was huge for both of us, like, during that era. Yeah. South Park yeah. wasn't huge in that era, because I remember when South Park first came out, I watched it, and I was like, eh it's okay it's not bad but it's just whatever and then like to me South Park didn't really hit its stride until like season five really maybe a little bit of sprinkling in season four yeah. but like season three and four had like is, sweet episodes but yeah, season five is when it like really hit its stride really, like, yeah totally I mean, I remember being at a friend's house and they threw on an episode and it was the uh, the episode where Chef's parents are telling the kids about the Loch Ness Monster. And like that's, that's the episode that sold me on the show because I was like, holy shit, this is the funniest thing I've ever fucking seen. And, don't go give an old, old three pity woman. Yeah. 
the whole three Betty thing is like fucking tickled my funny bone forever. So like that's what sold me on the show. And then like I think they were on like season six or seven by that point. So I had a lot to catch up on. But yeah. um, I haven't seen like the last two or three seasons of the show. Like, I completely gave up on it. Yeah, it just doesn't. It, I feel like it just doesn't do what it used to be anymore for me. Like yeah, I don't know. Like the thing is, is like when you overstay your welcome. Like, yeah, totally. It, it just kind of all starts falling flat a bit, right? And, like, you kind of have to, like, you know, get new jokes for, like, the new audience, and it's just... Yeah, well, it's the same with, like, SNL, right? Like, like SNL used to be, I fucking watched every episode for years, yeah. and now it's, like, I don't I don't think SNL is funny at all anymore, and it's because they're aiming at a different age group now. They're aiming um, at, yeah. you know, young teens to late teens, yeah. and, like, it's, like, it's just not for me anymore. It's, I'm 37, yeah. I'm not going to fucking find tiktok shit funny like it's just not for me i agree yep nike boy jace's big mouth on netflix is a fun one yeah man that's a good one you've seen big mouth right you it's animated it's animated i don't watch animated shit oh yeah you ah it's too bad man it's fucking funny it's the style the comedy style is right the fuck up your alley holy fuck the last animated thing like i got really into was fucking uh rick and morty and rick like and morty early rick and morty first three seasons are like phenomenal and like even the new seasons of that aren't doing anything for me so yeah i need to still watch through like i know i haven't seen all of them i've seen like a bunch of them but i haven't seen all of them yeah um but yeah i need to do that because i know everything i've watched from rick and morty is i fucking die laughing at plus it's dan Harmon who like i, I, you I love, love yeah. so uh, speaking of which that was a, like keeping up with the halloween thing i decided today i was gonna watch uh, all the Halloween episodes of Community, and then it, I let it play into that one. That's why I said to you earlier when we were talking, you reminded yeah. me of Chang's inner thoughts. Yeah. He's like, there's an episode where he's like pretending to be a detective and like solve a case or whatever. And every time people like walk by him, they're like, "What do you want?" And he'll just he's like, you can hear in his head, he's like staring at them. And he's like, I have to think fast. No. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I uh, never so get into community. I wish I did. Yeah, I know you. I know you didn't. I love community, man. Fuck, it's so funny. They're making a new one too. They're making a movie. The movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Saw that. Uh, I watched Reservation Dogs as I do, and uh, it was pretty funny. And we watched we watched the first episode of The Watcher tonight. So interesting concept. It's fine. I don't know. I like the idea of the show. I just wish it. Went in a different direction. Yeah, I remember you saying that you weren't really happy with the ending. Yeah. Simpsons is on season 34. We're old. Holy fuck. That's bonkers. I bet you Family Guy's probably pretty up there too, though, eh? I think they, well, I I don't know if they, I remember like for the DVD releases and whatever, they stopped counting seasons and like it got all fucking weird. I don't know if they ever like actually established what seasons is what, but. Mm -hmm. Um. See here. Twenty-one. Wow. Damn. Yeah, we're old. Like it's. I mean, there, I probably haven't seen an episode since like season ten. So. The thing that's funny is that people who are young probably don't even realize, like, what Family Guy went through to be where it's at now. Like, I bet you a lot of people don't even know that Family Guy was canceled for a long time and was brought up hey what's up jason work more or less says hello what up dudes what up man 
He works. No, that does, and like great toilet photography. I should send you some pictures. I know there's some stuff you'd probably get into. Um, I would love, yeah. Uh, I don't think people watch TV. Like, I don't even know if TV's real anymore. I know. I know. Like, but it's funny to think that Family Guy was saved by DVD sales. Isn't that crazy to think? Like, yeah, and now nobody you know, buys a single. You yeah, couldn't yeah. sell a DVD if you wanted to. <laughs> like, <laughs> I watch football every Sunday for usually like between six and nine hours on Sunday. Is Texas winning or something like that? Are you kidding me? They're the second worst team in the league. They've won one game out of seven, eight. I feel you there. That's the Canucks, so I get you. Yeah, they're like two and nine, I think, the Canucks, or two and eight or something like that. Two and nine. Yeah, yeah, no, the Texans are terrible. They're the second worst team in the league. The Lions are the worst team in the league. And we probably won't win a game for the rest of the season, and I love it because we'll get a high draft pick. Um, But anyway, my point was is I watch football like literally – all day Sundays and fucking all the commercials for all these random sitcoms that air on television. I'm like, I've never even heard of this show. Yeah. Who the fuck is watching this shit? Because anybody under the age of 20 doesn't watch TV. I know. And I, I, my friend group, my age group doesn't watch TV. So it's like what, just like 60 plus that's still watching like network television. I think so. Yeah. And they're really into young Sheldon and fucking. I don't know, like, whatever the fuck these shows are. I'm like, what? who was watching these shows? The grandmas love young Sheldon. Get them going. It's fucking weird, man. I, I don't understand who's watching this shit. And I don't know how you can sit through a fucking hour-long show that has, like, 25 minutes of commercials. I just can't do it. Right now. Me neither. I can't either. Like, football is hard for me, but I always fucking, like... I'm watching three games at once because I have three different TVs going for football. So, like, right. when one game goes to commercials, I just change my direction to the other game. Like, I'm not actually <laughs> you watching ads. You just shift ass cheeks. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, Nike boys and the Bucks are doing shitty as well. Brady should have retired after a Super Bowl. Like, yeah, thousand percent. I hate Tom Brady more than anything in this world. I wish Jokes. a plane would land on him. Um, <laughs> I hate the Bucks. I hate the Patriots, and I love seeing both teams fucking suck. And my team's worse, but um, yeah, <laughs> Bucks. Fucking, I hope they fucking lose the rest of the season. Southtown Pain App says, Ugh, "Try being a Raiders fan." Yeah, well, the Raiders have had a rough go too. I mean, like, look, there's a, like six teams in the league that just are perpetually garbage get the rough end of the stick forever the lions are like terrible the texans have won like three playoff games in their existence like they've only been exactly since 2002 i think is when they entered the league they're terrible they've been terrible for 20 years like the browns are notoriously bad like there's always teams that are just it's weird because it's like i when i was younger i collected sports cards and it's like all the teams you're saying are the names of teams that were shitty when i was a kid too no like it's the same seven teams that are always winning like super bowl it's it's the cowboys the patriots fucking you know it's always the same shit i mean the cowboys haven't in a while but my point was is like there's like 10 teams that are just perpetually garbage it's great and i'm one of them hey that's good you stay by them i like that yep Dumpster fire. That's why I picked them. Me too. Um, and that's all I watched. Yeah. So the watcher, and then yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Word. Let's talk about Clerks Three. 
let's talk about Clerks 3. So spoilers for Clerks 3. If you have not seen Clerks 3, we may ha- we may spoil a little bit of the movie. I'm going to try to keep like the ending. You're definitely... I don't want to spoil the ending because I think that's where the where the heart of the movie is and I don't want to ruin it. Okay, I gotta try to be good here. Okay. My my whole fear, like, okay. I have problems with the movie, but I think overall the movie is the best thing Kevin Smith has done probably since Zack and Mary. Um, I think I could agree with that. It's It's a good movie that has a lot of heart in it. There's a lot of things I would have done differently personally, and if you were followed... Kevin Smith's like last few years where he had a heart attack and you know that like story really well then the movie is kind of bland for the first hour because it's like word for word exactly what he went through yeah and so like watching it I was just like oh this is just like take Kev replace character and this is Kev's story of like what happened to him like it was so familiar to me that it was just like okay this isn't really doing anything different but the last hour of the movie really fucking changes yeah. things. And that's where the movie really fell, found its footing for me. To me, the t- the part where it all shifted was when, I guess I won't use the, the situation, but it happens at a certain point, when yeah. Elias turns gothic. As soon as yeah. that happens, the movie, it changes. But like, it's like what I said to you when we originally, when I, because I saw it in theaters like a month ago. Right. And Ryan's just saw it this week. So yeah, I, I messaged Ryan and talked to him about it. I said, like, it's good, but like, I, I, I'm saying, like, I have some issues with it. Like, uh, it's not even an issue. I think the thing is, is like, I feel like Kevin Smith is notorious for like, just re- rehashing his old yes. stuff over and over. And it's like, okay, we get it. But this this time, with the characters all being as old as they are, it like it came off so ingenuine, like particularly Elias. So for anybody who hasn't seen Clerks Two, Elias is their little buddy that they pick on that they work on at movies with, who now works with them at the Quick Stop. And super he's religious. Like, he's super religious. Yes, that's right. And then at one point in the movie, he something happens. And he decides to start worshiping Satan. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he starts dressing more and more like My Chemical Romance. And it's just like... Yeah. It's, it's so straight funny. out of Hot Topic, like God. Oh, it's so funny. It's so yeah. funny. He looked At a certain point, he almost looked like uh, fucking Sting from uh, d- uh, <laughs> WWE. Yeah, WCW. <laughs> totally, man. He's just... It, it's great. And he has like a little friend that he hangs out with, too, who like takes his shit and stuff and yeah, like it's silent just, bob yeah it's his silent bob yeah it's pretty funny man it's it's there's a lot of stuff that i did like but the stuff where it was like a lot of the old rehash that was the stuff i i yeah. wasn't really which is weird because usually i do like that but i think there's just something about the characters being aged where they're at now it's just like that was my problem it just doesn't it just doesn't feel like genuine anymore you know what i mean that it wasn't even genuine and my problem with it was like there were film without trying to spoil this they were doing so much of the same stuff that they've already done but all the characters look and 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 act like 40 years older and it's hard to take 
a guy that was whatever in his young 20s in the first Clerks movie and him doing the same shit when he's 50 something years old it doesn't work for the film like I agree there there was a way to do the movie where it wasn't just a rehash and they could have done like the first 45 minutes of that movie could have just been like them having the experience of running the store now and like how their experience shifted from when they were just an employee and a clerk to now having the responsibility of having employees and, and being responsible for something like there was yeah. a way to do that movie in a different way that would have been funny and just rehashing the same shit doesn't work it's hard for me to believe that fucking jay and bob are 50 something years old and they're going to still stand out inside of a convenience store selling weed and sell weed like, Especially in a place where it's like all legalized. Yeah, it's legalized. They have a weed store. Like, right. And it was like, you could have done something funny with that. That like, like they still had all the VHS tapes in the old fucking yeah. tape store. It was like, it would have been funny if they were like, oh, you buy a joint, you get an old v- like VHS tape or something. Like they're trying to pawn these things off because movies are dead and whatever. Like yeah, he could have yeah. done some referential shit like that where it would have been funny, like making fun of the movie industry and making fun of like the idea of renting movies not existing anymore and like all that kind of shit. South Town Pain App says almost felt like two different movies in one. I definitely oh. agree. But, it's like a cheesy clerk's ripoff mixed with it's like I kind of want to spoil the first of what we kind of find out at the beginning. But I mean, go ahead. That's fine. We'll just we'll do spoiler disclaimer or whatever. But like, yes. I also think it might have been two different movies kind of glued together because he wrote a script mm-hmm. originally for Clerks Three, and then everything that went happened in his personal life happened, and he rewrote the movie to like mm-hmm. basically get well, everybody that in. Makes sense then. And because originally, I believe. I don't remember who it was. I want to say it was Jeff Anderson, but it might have been. Yes, um, it was. He didn't want to come back, right? He didn't want to come back. He, he denied. Randall, right? right. He's who played Randall. I remember so, yeah, I remember that. When he wrote Clerks 3, he declined to come back for the movie. He was like, I'm not interested. Like, he didn't like the script or whatever the case was. He didn't, wasn't getting paid. I don't know what the exact you know reasoning was, but he decided not to come back for it. And then he rewrote the movie after Kevin's heart attack and everything like that. And got him to come back for it and maybe that's because the script was better than it was or maybe it's because they realized like oh kev almost died let's just like do one for him to like you know yeah yeah you know it's kind of the same thing you see with blink 182 right it's like yes near-death experience you get the great gang back together yeah do you think this is the last clerks movie yeah 100 percent. yeah i do I don't think, I mean, I guess he's, there's talks that he's going to do Mallrats 2 next. I would love to. The thing is, is like, it, this world is just like the MCU. It's just like Star Wars. To me, the more in it, the richer it is. And like, I don't care if it's not all 10 out of 10. I just like having more. So it's like, if he wants but, to like, do Mallrats, there's, I love those characters. So like. Totally. But like, I want him to do Mallrats not just mall rats again like yeah i know what you mean like do mall rats too and, and talk about like how retail's dead how the malls are empty nobody goes to the malls anymore like it's a ghost town like you'd be more likely to find a fucking skate park in the middle of a mall than a fucking actual shopping like there's no stores yeah. anymore i know it is pretty crazy eh yeah who goes to a shopping mall i order i haven't gone into a store other than a grocery Same. store in probably 10 years 
very rarely very rarely i order everything online i don't want to go to a place talk to people (laughs) sickening (laughs) yeah Um, you can spoil clerks 3 if you want like i I just want to get yeah so spoiler i won't i I still won't spoil the ending because it is fun if you can not see that coming because it's pretty good Those have a pain out. Chasing Amy 2 in a wheelchair. <laughs> Chasing Amy is my favorite of his of his yeah, films pre Zack and Mary. So um so spoiler for Clerks 3, and it's not the big spoiler, but it's something that happens right at the beginning of the movie. You find out in the credits. So spoiler in three, two, one. So uh they kill off Becky. I hated that. Who, who's Rosario Dawson's character? in the credits like i mean you don't even you don't actually you go through the whole movie until near the end before you find out how she even dies i think right or did i miss that maybe i missed it's like an hour into the movie probably yeah so so yeah so becky and his daughter get hit by a drunk driver i think is the story and die so dante is single and childless and childless yes which is crazy because it's like it must have been a scheduling thing maybe she just couldn't but she's she's in the movie i know she's in the movie but they could have done all of those shots in like a day sure i mean she's not in the movie much but like she would have been if it was his wife right that's what i'm saying she would have played a bigger part well, maybe not. Maybe she's just at home watching the kid. Like, they didn't even have to talk about her, really. If he's at, at the store running the store, the story is him running a convenience store. Her, it, does your wife yeah, go to the, go with you to work? No, but it's about, it's about Dante and Randall, so, like... I agree, but, like, that's the relationship that people care about. They don't really necessarily care about him and Becky. Like, to me, though, it was a mistake to do that in the credits. Like, that was the entire heart of Clark's too, was him falling in love yeah. and, and becoming a like, more of an adult or whatever you want to call it. Like to take that away, I felt like was like really missing something from the movie. Like it was like yeah. the heart of the Clerks too is just torn out of the movie right from the get go. It's like oh, you could have done something a little kinder, you know? There. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but no, I think overall, like I liked it. My biggest issue with it was that he, it was trying too hard to be what it once was, which I thought was stupid. Like even the thing with the hockey on the on the you know ori- originally originally I'm like I thought there was a charm to it, like in Clerks One or whatever, because it's just different and kind of cool and it's set at a different time. Where like, hey, let's play on the roof. But now it's like you see all these old dudes, they're all playing hockey on a roof. That makes no sense. Every time you shoot the puck and it doesn't go in the net, someone's getting off the roof to go and get it. Like That's like a bunch of people that never played hockey before decided to play hockey. <laughs> it makes, and Kev loves hockey and loves Canada. It makes no sense. I don't know. It's weird. Like, but again, it was a it was a forced kind of like callback to clerks, right? And it's like in its time, it worked, but it doesn't work now, right? And it's just... The big problem with it, too, not even the puck thing, the nets are literally six feet away from each other on, on the roof. Yeah. There's, like, 12 guys on the roof all packed into, like, a five-foot area. It's like, what is happening? This isn't hockey. That's it's not regulation. No. <laughs> is that called regulation size or what? <laughs> oh. Yeah, I hated that, like, the beginning, like, the intro of the movie 
they have a song playing for like three and a half minutes over the first like what three minutes that? of the movie. What was that first? What was the first? I don't remember. Was... I can't even. I can't recall. Oh, it was My Chemical Romance. Yes. It was weird because it felt like it didn't make sense. It it didn't make sense because it was like what I could understand using like a fifteen net fifteen snippet a fifteen second snippet of the movie of the song in the movie, but it went on for the entire song, and I'm like, this is way too long. This needed to be trimmed dramatically. Again, it was lots of callbacks to old Clerks movies, so it's like, I get it, but it was just, yeah, there was a lot of stuff that, like, didn't work for me, but at the end of the day, the, like, there's just so much charm in it, and again, without ruining the, without the end, ruining the ending, man, I was fucking bawling like a little kid. I was in the theaters, and I was crying my eyes out, I couldn't stop. I was so glad I was at home because I bawled for like literally the last 20 minutes of the movie and like after the movie I had to take a break because I was crying so much that like I was like I can't watch Halloween ends now like I'm crying (laughs) like this is ridiculous. (laughs) I had to like stand up and go take a walk around the house grab a drink like relax and then I'm like all right I'm done crying now but like um I hope I really honestly think like that that's the perfect ending to the franchise. Like don't do another I one. I agree. Like I agree. What what are you gonna do? Clerks four and it's gonna be them fucking in a nursing home, like Yep. Jay and Bob are still outside the nursing home selling weed. Exactly. <laughs> like it's just it's silly. But I mean and it's like it was hard while they were redoing scenes from the original clerks but they're all 40 years older and it's just it looked so weird that like there was such a disconnect there yep hello david mcgarrow what's up what up brother how's it going Uh, yeah anyway i liked it i would i would say like definitely if you're a fan of kevin's work you have to finish the trilogy definitely check it out if Um, you like kevin smith's movies even if you haven't been like if you like Clerks one or Clerks two, yes, you should give this a try. It's good. It if you can get through like a little bit of bad acting, it's not even bad acting. It's just it's it feels bad. like un, it's just like unpracticed. It feels so like forced and unpracticed. It's, right? it's a band that is like reuniting after twenty years of being apart, but they didn't yes. practice at all. They just went on out yeah. and played a show. Like, it's like there's no this, right? yeah we got there, this. There's no glue there. There's no meshing there. It's just. Mr. Dante. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he looked the diff- most different out of everybody. I was, I was shocked. Dude, he's a big dude. Holy shit. Yeah, he put on some pounds. And uh, it surprised again, me. I mean, hey, 20, we, we've all put years. on pounds. Yes. Yeah, man. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Have we ever. But it, it was a huge <laughs> disconnect when I seen him at first. I was like, oh, my God. What is this shockingly yeah. different? But I know. Hey, so do I. So mm-hmm. no. uh no crew. I was looking it. damn no fine when I saw Clerks 2 in theaters. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, we all were. We were fucking 18. Yeah, girl. Um, Had that hot bond. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we should get into uh, uh, Andor because we're 40 minutes in. Get in. Oh, snippity snaps. Andor. Uh, I you like want me it. to start or you want to start? You start. You I start like it. It's good. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Okay, well, that's what about, okay, okay, so we're done with Andor. So now we're going to talk about Andor. Okay, so here's my here's my piece about this episode. Yeah. Pretty stoked to get uh, a 
Luthan and Sagarera discussion about the rebellion. Totally. That was very cool, especially seeing how different of ways they kind of have. Yep. Um, but other than that, I feel like this episode was like stagnant. Like I know it's been a slow burn, but like I feel like we didn't. We literally did nothing this episode. But I love what they're setting up because I know, me too. there's going to be a badass rebellion at that prison in the coming episodes and they're going to use that electrified floor the electrified floor as like a weapon at some point and all i was thinking was like a combination of daredevil hallway fights mixed with star wars and like blasters and lightsabers and i'm like fucking give me that right now like (laughs) nipples erect you know nipples (laughs) diamond city Exactly. Like, I was just like, oh, man, when they actually, like, rebel and break out of here, it's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, it is true. You can see that they're starting to... Like, it makes me wonder if we're going to get that next week, because usually it seems like what they've been doing is every... The culmination of three episodes kind of brings you to, like, a certain point where it's like, you know, episode one sets it up, episode two gets you there, episode three takes it home. It was like that with the beginning when he was trying to get off his planet and he flew in. Then it was like that with the heist. Now I wonder if it'll be like that to get out of this prison, or are we going to just spend, like, the rest of the season in this prison? I hope we are. I Even think though the be characters like, are colorful, but the next episode or the following episode, there'll be the prison break, and then it will set up the finale of like the next big heist, which will be like the the or the next big thing or whatever they got to do to set up like the next season or whatever. But yeah, or I, I mean I, that's the way I would do it. I hope that they don't drag this out for three episodes of him, you know, fucking slaving away in a prison. It would be too much. Too. But I agree. Um, they did it this episode. That's good enough. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we get the routine, we get the, you know, the dynamic of it all, and now, like, let's break down the dynamic and see him escape, because that would be fucking awesome. Yes, it would. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving, I'm really liking Andor. I like the slow burn. I love the characters. I love Andor. I I love all so, these Imperials, the IBS Imperials, man. Like, the girl is fucking so cool. Yeah, she's got this really, like... I don't know even what it is, like, scary tone to her voice and look and, like, everything like that, where you're like, oh, fuck, like, she means business and it's terrifying. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It, it, it's shocking that, like, this is all one season. Like, it definitely feels like it could have ended after the heist and that this yeah. would have been, like, a season two. And um, I'm glad that's not the case. Same. So am I. It would have sucked to have to wait, like, a year for the second half of this. But um, it's cool that... I don't know. It's good. It's it's great. It keeps going. We still got what four episodes or three episodes. It's awesome. Four. Yeah, I think. Yeah, four. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm loving. I'm really liking it. I like. Yeah, I like everybody. I like all the supporting cast. And there's just. Yeah, it makes me wonder who else we might see. Yeah, well, I mean, they're obviously like they got to start bringing the team together at some point, and you know, all her, all his like. Um, like his his ex or whatever uh that saw the planet still yeah like what's gonna happen with you know that dynamic what's gonna happen yeah. obviously his mom being sick or whatever like it's gonna be like a, a pivotal point for him when he finds that out and you know so yeah 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 i'm excited to see where it goes but i'm i i've been loving this this show like it's fucking super super entertaining it's just and there's so much it's like so exciting to see like ground level of like the rebellion being built like 
And it's totally. so cool to see, like, again, how unorganized it is. I also like that they paint the rebellion as bad guys when we're talking with the villains. Like, it seems like it's like the villains are like, like the, the people who are like part of the empire are like talking like bad guys are invading their thing when really they're the bad ones. But it's just like, it's kind of like how they portray the rebellion. Well, it's. That's that's everything, right? Like, if, even if yeah. you're like a, a right wing politician, you look at the Democrats as like oh, the, yeah. the bad ones and the evil ones, just like the Democrats look at the Republicans as the bad ones and yeah. evil ones. Like, there's always that dynamic of like the pe- people people you surround yourself with in the similar thought processes. You're always going to look at the opposition as the opposition, yes. and the bad ones, even if you're in the wrong. Like, you don't know you're in the wrong until somebody points it out and says no, or like, or you're educated enough to understand you're in the wrong, but. It's more just um, weird, though, because we don't, this is not what we usually see. Like, we don't usually see, like, the the rebellion looked at in a bad manner. And it's like, it seems like when we're focused on the imperial scenes, that's what it's like. It's like, talks like they're like the heel, but it's like the bad guy, right? And then you, you know what I mean? And then we yeah, switch totally. back to the rebellion, and it's like the opposite, you know? So it's like, it's pretty cool but, how they're kind of playing out both sides. But it's also like, it kind of seems like a lot of the people that are within, you know, um, like, like almost like Handmaid's Tale, right? Where like, they had this certain idea and it gets carried away and it gets, goes too far. And like, I kind of feel like a lot of people that may have been like within like, you know, Stormtrooper unit or like any of these like agencies that are within it, um, like think they're doing the right thing at first but then realize like as it gets darker and darker that maybe they are on the wrong side of things and i think we're going to see more of that it's like people like yeah, second guessing themselves and going like what, what what did i get myself into here like I, I didn't come here to start shooting fucking you know natives of these planets or whatever like you know yeah i agree i think that's where we're heading so yeah I love that aspect of it. Like to see all these different places and planets and like finally getting different things in Star Wars when it's an like infinite galaxy and we're always stuck on Tatooine and shit. Like I yeah. love that. Me too. Big fan. It's been cool yeah. to see uh, Coruscant now too. And now that it's imperialized and stuff, it's pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, South Town Paint App says, love all the artifacts and Easter eggs in Luke's shop. Yeah. There's so much yeah. cool stuff in there. Yeah, I actually hope, like, that comes into play a little bit of, like, you know, stormtroopers come into his shop or something to to arrest him or, like, to find him or whatever, and he's taking all his, like, little knickknacks and weapons and shit like that and actually, like, uses them in some kind of, like, rebellion thing. That would be cool. That'd be dope. Yeah, I don't even know where we could kind of finish off this season, but I know that I'm liking the direction it's going, so I guess we'll see when uh, we get there. Yeah, I... four more episodes and like i can't wait it's it's gonna be yeah. great i agree i like it so, I like well, it. I, hey we didn't talk before we do handmaid's tale quickly we didn't talk about either trailer that came out this week ant-man i have it written down um we talk about that we can talk about handmaid's first if you want and then we can finish with that sure um are you fully caught up on handmaids i am we got okay. them all this week yeah um, I don't know. I love this season. Like, I know you were saying that uh, so Gabe spoiler, wasn't a spoiler for anybody who. Yeah, we're, we're watching on what? Uh, Tale. What episode are we on here? We're on episode eight. We finished up to episode eight. There's two more. Okay, so yeah, I two had more. To check because I was like, 
it's the way it ended i was like oh are they gonna leave that as a cliffhanger but right. we got two more so we're good um i love this season like i think it's such an interesting dynamic of flipping things in the roles of like you know um june becoming kind of like the power and, and um serena uh, serena becoming like the handmaid and like um the different dynamics that's that. causing and like um lawrence realizing like kind of like how fucked up everything is and it's all his fault and like him realizing that like i thought that was super fucking emotional in the last episode when he's like fuck my wife killed herself because of what i did like i realize i'm the villain here i'm trying to make things better like whether he actually is or not i don't know like i kind of feel like there's a good deal like a double is. twist there see i don't i feel like he's kind of proven himself at this point because this new think, Beth- but then i then i think of how boring that plays out so i'm like ah maybe not but well there, it could go it could, could go either way right they need a villain again right they need they need the big bad like so somebody's got to stand up and be like that evil presence again now that fucking uh whitford's dead or whatever or waterford's dead um Waterford, yeah. um but it could go both ways like he wants to set up this whole new bethlehem thing and i find that super interesting but like i can't see that going well so like all these people are going to move into this and i feel like they're just going to get slaughtered yeah well that's the thing like so I feel like we, I know we do this every single week, but I feel like, especially with this show, because it's not well, comic book related, we should just at least give a really, as brief as we can, rundown of what we're talking about. So just so everybody... If you're not into Handmaid's Tale at this point, like, it's very hard to, like, talk about the show if you're not following it. Like, we're on season five. So, so basically, like, the story that Ryan's talking about is he's talking about this new Bethlehem where we're trying to get all these people who escaped gilead which is like america that splits and there's like a very religious version of that called gilead and a lot of the people escape because they use people who are fertile as like sex slaves so now they're trying to lure them back to the country offering them like a place that is free of all yeah free of all of like the rules of gilead which is like women can't read and and like all it, basically women just become second class citizens and are used for sex slaves and but it's also like they're realizing they have like a a, a population problem right like yeah. nobody's gonna move to gilead to live this lifestyle unless you already are living that lifestyle yeah so exactly. like you're not gonna bring in more at this point what you've got is right. pretty much where you're at and so like how do you keep a society going that is only going to get smaller and smaller and smaller spread out across the entirety of the united states like they're realizing that they have to figure out a way to bring more people in to make this thrive and and continue so like that's the problem they're at but they're so strict on their laws within this this civilization that like you know they're hanging people in the streets and shooting people in the head for breaking the most basic of laws that like who's gonna want to trust that that government or whatever you want to call it to like be safe like i wouldn't move yeah. back there if i got out of there i'd be like fuck no like what are you, you crazy yeah hey cheney what up cheney 180 joined that's fun but um, i love this yeah, season I, like i think the season's super fascinating yeah me too i really like it i know my wife's kind of uh stepping away from it my wife is the one who kind of got me into the show initially so 
Uh, I, you know, it, it sucks right. to see her kind of go, but she was just like, I think it's just like, I think for her a lot right now, it's like, it's just like a lot of it feels really real, especially it because is. I remember when like we first started watching it, you know, five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. It was a, it was a lot of like I was like man how I, how could this ever happen like and then she's like that's why it was written to kind of show that it can still happen and now you fast forward to where we're at now and it's like holy shit it's like it kind of trying to happen yeah like it's, it's fucking nuts man it's pretty crazy it's a pretty crazy it's it's a social commentary without it even intending on it because like it was written before this all was actually relevant I mean it's not I'm sure we've said it before, but it's like such a hard show to recommend, especially to women that I know yeah. that I'm like, man, you got to have like a very, I don't even know what it is, like strong will wall up or something to protect yourself from the shit because the show is fucked up and like yeah, anybody with any type of like trauma of like related to this, like, yeah, it's going to be a really difficult show to watch. So like yeah. it's very hard to recommend to like people without knowing what the show is but like the idea of the show or i mean i know it's based off a book but like the premise of the show is brilliant and yeah the fact that like as a society i feel like we're only getting dumber and we're not learning from history we're not learning from the past we're not doing better as a society we're not coming together as a community like we're only getting more and more split divided, and more and more yeah. divided and more and more political like versus each other and like i i don't know i see this show as almost like an inevitability at this point like yeah, yeah. there's gonna be societies that break off at some point and this is gonna happen yep i agree i definitely scary. agree that's a scary that's that is it's so fucking yeah. terrifying yeah it's, it's and that's the thing is like it, that's the thing about it that's terrifying is like the rea the reality of what it is and what it could be in our lifetime like it's pretty yeah. it's fucking scary man yeah yeah well just think about it like how like you said like five years ago or six years ago when the show started whatever and now okay well say we live till we're 70 that's another you know 30 some years like yeah that's a lot can change in that span of time, especially if you go back 30 years from now and look at how different things were yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, hopefully it's, it's for the better and not for the worse. Yeah, of course. You always hope for it better, but I mean, the way things are heading, I don't and see that as uh, a high possibility. What'd you think of the arc about having June have to kind of swallow her pride about like wanting to fucking kill uh, Serena and helps her deliver a baby. Well, see, Did the you problem think she is. going to steal the baby? Because I totally thought she was going to steal no. the baby. <laughs> I thought. Well, there's a multiple ways that could have gone. Like, I didn't know exactly what was going to happen there because I, for a bit there, I thought that Serena was going to die and she was going to have to take the baby. Mm. Because there, she's like, oh, you got a fever. We're out in this barn. Yeah, like she yeah. wasn't doing well health wise, or like doing like a fucking you know drug free delivery without any yeah. you know hospital or nurses or anything. So like, I thought like, oh fuck, Serena's gonna die. She's gonna have to take this baby, and then there's gonna be like a huge thing about that of like her taking a, a Gilead baby or whatever. But uh, yeah, good call. Good call. Um, I still think that like. The, the role reversal there is super interesting, but I feel like June's got like her humanity back by like this point where like mm -hmm. she's now kind of seeing like the air of her ways where like 
she did what she needed to do to survive and now like she's gotten over her hatred for serena and hatred for gilead where now she just wants to like help people kind of thing and you see yeah. her husband kind of flipping to the, where she was where, where she, she was, he's just yeah. like on a murder mission like he just wants to kill everything yeah so yeah it, yeah it's crazy because the thing is is you know that she only changed her mind when she saw when she had to live through that whole bit right you know oh. if, she, if that wouldn't have happened she probably would have been in, like she would have been unchanged in how she feels about serena but yeah, and, and like her telling Serena like how to survive with her new family and her being like basically a handmaid at this new house, like Yeah. Like you're gonna have to thrive off hate. You're gonna have to plan and, and bide your time and like, you know, keep it keep it down and within inside you and plan and plan and plan until you can finally mm-hmm. fucking come out of your shell and fucking kill everybody. Like and like you're seeing Serena like realize that and swallow her pride and just have to like fucking, you know, bite her tongue every time anybody says anything to her. It's like you know, putting yourself it. in that situation is fucking horrible. I love it because I fucking hate Serena. So I love, I love Serena. How, I love seeing the tables turned on her, and now she's living that nightmare. But she's that character you love to hate and hate to love. Like I, I love Serena because I think like deep down she knows that she's a fucking crazy, yeah. fucking Bitch. psychopath for the shit she's done. But she's yeah. also. I think she wants she she had her heart in the right place originally like she wanted to do the right thing it just it's that like i said like it's that thing that just started meaning well and then just got darker and darker and darker as it went along yeah yeah true you know so i don't know i love i love the show i love the idea of the show it's awesome i'm glad you finally took a chance on it because i know we've talked about it a few times before i was like how do i sell this to ryan okay it's (laughs) post-apocalyptic yeah that's that's all you had to say I pray every day for apocalypse, so you know. <laughs> As I said three minutes ago that I hope things get better. Yeah. Well, uh, that's probably why you're praying for an apocalypse. <laughs> uh, I think that's the only way to make things better. Um Yeah, let's get into the Marvel news. Okay. Marvel news. You can start Ant Man. Um, yeah, we so we got the Ant Man trailer. Uh, what well, I don't know earlier this week, I guess. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. I don't know. I don't remember the all the days blend together. Um, and I thought it was pretty bland. I, I I mean, there was a few funny parts in it, but like it didn't do anything mm-hmm. crazy for me. It felt like Marvel by the numbers for me. That's fair. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the same board. I I don't know if it I don't necessarily know if it's Marvel by the numbers for me or if it's just. Uh, just didn't do anything to like get me excited that was all like i love seeing paul rudd i noticed yep. the guy from the guy who's like hey spider-man or whatever that guy's yeah, from, yeah. Uh, i think you should leave he's in some of the sketches he's the old okay. man who throws out all the car stupid car ideas and uh yeah i don't know it, it was yeah it was fine i didn't i didn't dislike it i just no, it didn't like, either it didn't like get me ready for the movie. I didn't see it, and I wasn't. I, I didn't see it, and was like, "Oh, fuck yeah! I can't wait till February." You yeah. know, it's just like, eh, whatever. I'm, like again, I will always see every Marvel MCU movie. I just will. Yeah. It's just that's in me. That's that's probably not going to change. They're gonna have to really, really fumble hard for me to change. Oh, freezing. You're frozen. 
No, we roll motion. Mm, okay, tell me when I'm back. Mm, 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 mm. You're back. It plugs Yay. Excellent. I'm back. I've rebirthed myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I was saying, it just it's just whatever. It's fine. I feel like there's things where it's like, like the whole thing with Michelle Pfeiffer and she's like, oh, I forgot to tell you. It's like if something was that crazy and that big and they're scientific, it's like, what do you mean you forgot to tell me? Like, yeah, that, that's uh, what lost me too. I was just like, what do you mean you forgot to tell me? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, you're all super smart. You're all scientists. And You've been studying the dark zone, quantum physics, all this shit for decades. Like, what do you mean you forgot to tell? Like, it, it's ridiculous. Also, it's weird to me that the quantum realm is just like this magical world that looks like the place where Thanos fights the Avengers in Infinity Wars. Like, it's just. Well, that like, and like, it wasn't that. When Paul Rudd was falling through the fucking yes. quantum area or whatever in the first movie. Psychedelics. It was a kaleidoscope. It wasn't anything. Yeah. So, like, why is it like a, a, a world now, a, a living, breathing fucking Earth? Like, it makes no sense. I, I don't know. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'll see it, and, you know, I'm sure it'll be great, but uh, yeah. the trailer really didn't do anything at all for me. I'm pretty, I was kind of just like, eh. That's how I felt, too. But, on the other hand, that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special trailer. Oh, no, you're, are you frozen again? I think you're frozen again. Matt may be dead. He may have gotten abducted by ghosts. I can't tell. Southdown Paint Apps uh, says, gave me the feel from the first Guardians movie for a bit. Um, the Ant-Man trailer? Didn't, I don't know, it didn't give me those vibes at all. Matt's frozen completely. I don't even know if I'm frozen. I could be completely frozen. Oh no, Matt's gone now. All right, um, hopefully Matt will rejoin us. But the new Guardians trailer for the holiday special, I fucking loved. I thought it was fucking great. Um, the Ant-Man trailer I, where I think that failed was it didn't make me laugh. It didn't make me excited for the movie. I'm stoked for the Guardian special. I can't wait. Hold on. Let's see if Matt joins us. Uh-oh. Oh. Can't hear you. You have no you have no voice. Completely silent. Can you hear me now? I can. Excellent. We'll just leave it at that. Sorry back. That. Didn't you yeah, the dial-up, man. You gotta get that dial-up. Um, yeah, the Guardians trailer I, I loved. I thought it was great. Yeah, I can't wait so for it. Fucking fun. That's like a total different... The whole, the whole side plot they're going to do of Drax and Mantis trying to find Kevin Bacon it's is awesome. going to be the fucking funniest thing ever. Yep. Oh, man, I, I can't wait. I, if this was a two-hour movie, I'd be stoked. I have a feeling it's going to be like too. 40 minutes. I know. But, like, I I wish this was a full-length movie because this is fucking I mean, awesome. I'll take 40 minutes over nothing. Yeah, but. nothing. Sure. Um, But, yeah, I can't wait for it. It comes out November 25th. So I think that's two, the Friday after Andor ends. Nice, nice. 
That's when I'm on vacation, I think. So, I think I'm on vacation that week. I think we'll be able to cover both. I think we'll be able to cover both uh, the pod that week. Nice. You're on vacation? I'm on vacation that week, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, That, and I I mean, uh, we should probably also talk about the whole James Gunn thing going to DC. Yeah, we should. So for people that don't know, it was announced earlier this week that James Gunn is now the head of DC movies, along with, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but it, I guess it's like his business partner. Um, Southtown Paint App says, isn't the holiday special supposed to segue into uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3? Yes, they're saying yeah. it's extremely key to the to the universe, and it directly flows into Guardians 3. So I think it sets up a lot of Rocket story, I'm pretty sure, because I know that's yeah. what Guardians 3 focuses a lot around. Right. Yeah, they said it's like a, a fundamental part of the MCU. You can't miss it. So whether that's true or not, who knows? But um, but yeah, so James Gunn is now heading up DC Films. He's basically going to be the Kevin Feige of DC and coordinate all their films. Apparently, he's still going to direct films, but that does end his time in the MCU. I mean, we already kind of knew that he wasn't doing another Guardians movie, but like this makes it officially official. He will not be filming anything outside of the WB universe. Um, I mean, whatever, you know, like, I think I was saying to you, but like the, this ultimately doesn't really matter because WB has pretty much said that the execs will still get kind of final say. So if, if that's the case, it doesn't, nothing will change. Yeah. It's not going to change. Nothing's going to change. getting in his way and kind of stopping him from doing shit so he finally basically went to disney and said like i need this or kind of i'm out i think is what happened and then that's what happened so so maybe that could happen with james gunn you could get to the point where he's putting out great shit and everyone's like oh maybe we can trust him with this right yeah well my whole thing on it too is like obviously there's a contract involved and like what's the length of the contract and what's his out and you know, if it's, if it's like a five-year deal or is it like a, you know, 15-picture deal, like what is the actual, like, you know, basis of what he signed and like, you know, does he have full control? Does Is he is he the creative lead or is it, like you said, the execs that are going to say, well, no, we don't like that. We don't want to do that. So no, you're not doing that or whatever. He can like, be the creative lead, but the problem is as soon as an executive comes in and says, no, don't do that. You can't do that. Right. Well, that's, that's what, what I mean. It's like, is, yeah. And that's just going to sour him on the whole ordeal and everything like that. So to me, like, you don't put someone like James Gunn in charge if you don't want to let him run the show. Do like, his thing. James Gunn is great at doing his thing and let yeah. him do his thing. Let him put smart fucking directors in places and great I'm writers in places to make great films. And like, that's what DC needs. I don't I don't want to undercut it with my comments from earlier. I don't I do ultimately think things will be better with him in the oh, position he's in. It can only be better just, until they offer until they give him the full reins without any disruption. It's not going to yeah. change in the in a big way that, like cuz the thing is is ultimately if he's not getting to do write the stories he wants to write. You know what I mean? It's like why even totally. have why, why hire him even like he's you know what I well, mean like I hope that 
this is a sign that they're going to go, okay, we have, you know, four or five films already on the plate. Like, let's get these out the door and let's use Flash as a complete, like, that's erasing the entirety of the DCEU. Let's start over from scratch. Let's keep, you know, if we need DCU, to keep, like, Henry Cavill DCU. obviously announced that it's he's not been... DCEU anymore. They renamed DCU, it. DCEU, yeah. <laughs> oh, they renamed it DCU? Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't see that, but, um, like, to me, it's like, Gal Gadot is great as Wonder Woman. Henry Cavill is great as Superman. If you want to keep mm-hmm. those in place, I understand that, but use Flashpoint as a way of erasing everything else. The others, yeah, I agree. Like, I think they'd be very smart to bring in, um, you know, our, uh, the Batman's version of Batman into this world somehow. And as much as I don't want, like, that movie to have any ties into an extended universe, like, after that, after Batman 2, if you wanted to set up something like that, okay, cool. But, like, I'm way less excited about, like, uh, a good version of the Justice League rather than, like, the next Avengers thing. Like, there's just too many characters within DC that, like, I just don't care about at all. Like, I think Superman even is, like, a fucking super boring-ass character. So, like, the only thing I really love about DC is Batman. So just keep giving me Batman, and I'm happy. But I like James Gunn, so, like, I'm curious to see what he wants to do, and, like, I liked his Suicide Squad, so, like... Yeah, but you enjoyed you enjoyed Suicide Squad. Yeah, I did, yeah. DC, yeah. he's the... It's the only DC movie that I really enjoyed, like... I guess I enjoyed Wonder Woman, too, but, like, you know, few and far between. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I didn't see Black Adam. I have no, no interest in seeing Black Adam, mm-hmm. but, like... You know, if they put out a good Batman movie or a good Superman movie or another Wonder Woman movie, I'll go see it for sure. It's hard to give a shit about Black Adam because I'm pretty sure The Rock has something in his contract that says he can't be lost, he can't be beat in a hand in a fight. Like, I'm that pretty sure. Surprise me. Yeah, I know. So it's like Black Adam will never lose because he's not allowed to be beaten. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, Superman can't be really beat either. So I mean, they're both fucking boring characters then all right you're freezing again yeah you're full full frozen all right matt may not be existing anymore but that's the end of the episode anyway i think we talked about everything we wanted to talk about I'm still hearing Matt randomly, but his video is completely frozen. Oh, oh, is he back in pod four? I don't know. Uh, kind of, maybe. All right, I'm just going to end the show if Matt can hear me, because um, he's frozen. So <laughs> he's raising the roof. Um, great. All right. He's doing the robot now. Um, that's the end of the episode. So if you're not following us already, follow Moose Milk Media, follow at Customs by Matthew. Go over to his channel on YouTube. He's doing great shit on uh, every Wednesday. I can kind of hear you, but you're robotic as fuck. Oh. I think he's gone again. What are you doing on Wednesday? No answer. He's dead. I'm See you, Nike boy. Can you hear me? <laughs>
Thanks, man. Um, all right, I'm just gonna end this fucker because I, I think Matt's dead. Um, I'm not. I'm here. I can see you snowing, but you're you're frozen. It's glitter, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, go over his YouTube channel, follow him there. Uh, I have a YouTube channel as well where all the past episodes go to YouTube and we're available on all podcast services. So if you like the podcast and audio-only form, we're on literally every podcast service you can fucking find us on. Um, yeah, we'll be back next Sunday again. It will be Sunday, whatever the date will be, the 7th, I guess. Um and then the following week we will be on a break uh i'll be on his whip wednesday but i will not be <laughs> matt's dancing um i will not we won't be doing a podcast that week because matt's gone away so then we will cover uh black panther the following week so that's the plan for the next few weeks of the podcast thanks everybody for coming in the chat and watching and we will catch you guys next sunday bye Peace matt What's up, everybody?